This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Sally Lucas, we've got something special today. We have. We are very uh, fortunate to have Walter DeLorey from Insight Vacations having a chat to us today about early birds to Europe, which we all know come out in droves at this time of the year. But in particular, he'd like to talk a couple about a couple of his favourite destinations and where they go there with their itineraries to Italy and Greece. So welcome, Walter. Thank you, Sally. Thank you. Appreciate it. No worries. So where would we like to start today? Italy first? Yes, look, uh, Italy is, uh, is one of my favourite destinations and uh, uh, we, we at Insight have nine various tours throughout Italy and it is, believe it or not, the most popular uh, country in Europe with Australians um, to visit. And we do have tours from eight days right through to 16 days throughout the Italian region. Uh, I, I love Italy. I think it's one of the most fascinating countries I've ever visited. Um, mm. From the sheer history, um, the culture, the food, the people, the countryside, um, it has everything. And um, I, I find it fascinating, as mentioned. And I think you're right. A lot of people do. Even one of our staff members and his wife have just come back and said, like, I've second time to Italy, but he's only done little bits each time, but he said, I'm gradually falling in love with Italy, and he said, I know now I have to go back and see more. Uh, and, you know, he went to Pompeii this time, which he hadn't done, and Assisi and so on, and you know, more of the historic areas, and he said he was just blown away, you know, so I think, yes, and once upon a time, Walter, as you would agree, we hardly ever had any tours just specifically on Italy. It was only Italy combined in with Europe, so how things have changed, how we have so many tours just in certain regions now or certain countries. It's really grown, isn't it? it certainly has. We find that people who have done those tours, as you've mentioned, combining Italy with other various countries, who, who will go back and revisit, and this time they will pick particular countries or regional areas, as we mentioned, um, and then they will focus on those regional areas. And it might be Italy, it might be Germany, it might be Spain, it might be Portugal, or so forth. Mm. But more and more people are visiting in individual countries throughout Europe. Especially those, as you say, who've done it once, the second or third time traveller. Also, just to, to um, sort of pluck a bit of information from you, what do you consider, and I know the, the country is diverse, but is the best time to travel to Italy, the best time of year, with probably the less crowds and, and where you're going to be able to get to see everything you want to see in comfort? Certainly. I mean, the, the best time I find, which is the most popular time also for this market is between that August and September and to the early October period. Mm -hmm. uh, that is because it's not as crowded as the July and June period, which is the time or the, the, mm. the, the, meet, the peak of their summer period. So we're finding more and more passengers are actually travelling towards more of that um, between uh, that autumn period, which is a lovely time to travel throughout Italy. But really, honestly, any time through Italy is a lovely time. I have been to Italy in winter and it's just gorgeous. So uh, You get all the, the piazzas and everything with their beautiful, you know, Christmas decorations and lights and, you know, these little cities and villages come alive in winter, don't they? Oh, they do. They do. They do indeed. And if you are up in, for example, in the Maggiore, up in in the um, the wonderful uh, mountainous regions of northern Italy, and in the lakes area, there's some, you know, the snow snow capped mountains, and it is a beautiful area up to have to visit. And I still love Venice, though. You know, it's funny. I've had people come back sometimes, but I think getting back to season, they've probably been there at the wrong time of the year. Like Venice can get quite hot, and of course, it's quite an enclosed city. So I feel I always say to people anyway that either the spring or the autumn is a better time if you're going to include Venice in your itinerary anyway. Yes, and Venice is a fascinating city, as, as you mm, mentioned. I and, love it. And, 
and we stay actually with our with with inside vacation. We all stay always stay in the heart of Venice itself because don't forget Venice is made up of canals, but also made up of a mainland area. That's right. And um, and we actually use all the canal regions, and also we use a beautiful island called Lido, which is one of my favourite little islands in Venice. Mm. It's only five minutes away from Smart Square, but a beautiful little island. Yes, I mean, it is fascinating, as you say, and Italy certainly is throughout fascinating, whether you're going through Tuscany or Florence in itself. Assisi I find fascinating as well. It's another part of Italy that I love. But Sicily's come on board as being a really popular area now that people normally don't include in their Italian itinerary. And they, I had clients recently who were friends who just spent two weeks just driving around Sicily even, you know what I mean? So things are changing, aren't they? Yes, they are changing, very much so. We actually have tours which feature... Sicily and parts of Italy. We also have a, a tour which actually does Sicily itself, but also goes to the beautiful little island of Malta, which is very popular. And this destination is fairly new for us. Mm. And, uh, it's very exciting and uh, we're getting lots of um, inquiries in relation to that area. That's great. It's an area I haven't done, Walter, to be quite honest, Sicily or Malta, and I'm, I'm sure it would be fascinating to do. And I mean, again, very historical and it's a different food region again. You know, everywhere you move through Italy, of course, all the regions are entirely different, aren't they, in their food? They certainly are very different in all their areas. You know, like Sorrento, for example, famous for its pizzas. So very, very um, different, as you mentioned. I think what we might do is we're whetting people's appetites here, not only for Italy but for food, but we okay. might just take a break and we'll move on and talk to you about the wonders of Greece next. Wonderful. On 2NURFM 103.7, travel is the subject. Sally Lucas. We're indulging in the Mediterranean. We are indulging the Mediterranean. It's a wonderful place to indulge in. And we've got Walter here helping us with all these wonderful reasons to travel to this part of the world. So, Walter, we'll now move on to the glories and wonders of Greece. Yes, uh, another one of my favourite destinations. And uh, we have many different types of tours throughout the Greek islands and also mainland Greece. Uh, starting from a three-night cruise through the four, five, up to, to a seven-night cruise, which visits actually Istanbul and uh, little parts of Turkey like Kushadasi, in, mm. uh, visiting the wonderful ancient Ro- Roman ruins of Ephesus. Isn't that uh, a fantastic place? Oh, beautiful. E- Ephesus beautiful. just blew me away. I couldn't get over it. I, just, I think I, I was in awe of that more so even than um, Pompeii. Well, each time I've been there, they've been re-excavating more and more yes. uh, of this of the city, and, and I'm seeing things that I haven't seen in the past. So each time I do go there, it's uh, it's quite a new adventure. And you can't believe how advanced they were back then, how we regressed, you know, and, and you looked at even just their, their plumbing systems and so on. I, I was just amazed, I must admit, when I went there, because I had three weeks in Greece for my honeymoon, actually. And, uh, oh. Yeah, I loved it. I just loved Greece, yeah. Yeah, well, as you said, it's, it's, it's actually magnificent and every little island has its own history and, and it's very different from the wonderful, you know, sites of Mykonos with its windmills mm. and whitewashed buildings and its beautiful sandy beaches to the very historical Patmos where St. John's uh, was sent to exile and received, uh, well, he wrote the book of Revelation there. So, mm, that's and, wonderful. Uh, and even Delos, you know, because it's no one lives on Delos and all the wonderful, you know, ruins and things that you go there, it's a sacred island, isn't it? I mean, it's very different to when you go to, say, somewhere like Mykonos or Santorini or... Yes, yes, and, and very much so. And there's lots of beautiful little islands through Greece, which is not really um, popular with a lot of the tourists, so you can actually venture through some of these wonderful little um, coves and islands, as you've mentioned. Yes, and, and of course, going north, we've got those, that wonderful place, Meteora, which always just looks so fascinating with those monasteries, you know, perched on pinnacles of rock. 
Correct. Yes, and and also uh, you know the Delphi and and yes. Athens itself, or the, you know a very modern big city as, as far as Athens, and um, and some beautiful things to see and visit throughout. Absolutely, I think it deserves quite a lot of time. As I said, I mean I had three weeks there, but I mean you certainly don't have to have three weeks there. But Greece is, again, you've got a myriad of different areas, and you go north where a lot of the um, Newcastle Greek people come from. They come to the from the north of Italy and in Ithaca, really, and we included Ithaca on our itinerary because I had a, a Greek girl working for me at the time, you know, and stayed in her family's village. And, I mean, the lifestyle, you know, just hadn't changed since year dot. You know, they're still living that wonderful lifestyle that they always have. Well, I truly believe they have a better lifestyle than what we do because they're very relaxed, <laughs> as you said. <laughs> Extremely relaxed. You don't want anything done in a hurry. And then the siestas, I, I know even when Todd went to Italy and they were dying for water, it was a really hot day in Pompeii and they'd already drunk their big two litres of water each and they couldn't buy water anywhere because everyone shuts down for siesta. Oh, very much so. And, and the islands are so beautiful. I mean, they are yeah. stunning and, and the waters there are calm because you are in it's surrounded by various islands and it is yes. a beautiful destination to visit. And you can actually truly, and I highly recommend Greece, it's probably a last stop because it is a wonderful place to go and, and really, truly just relax and enjoy the islands. Yes, I agree with you there. I usually suggest that to people too if they're doing that, but also to avoid going there in that peak tourist season. Again, it's, it's very busy with all the charter flights that come in from the UK and so on. I, you can queue up for restaurants in the summer months. So again, I sort of try and steer people to that, you know, autumn or, you know, springtime of the year, which I think is a perfect time to go to Greece. Oh, look, lovely. And that's the time that I like to visit is really around that September period. Um, late October, early November, then the winds come up yes. in North Africa and things start to get a little bit choppy and you get some wet weather. And, and most of the islands then, or the tourist islands, will start to close down. A that's right. In relation to that because of the cold winds. But those, 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 those autumn months are just beautiful. Yes. I'm glad you mentioned that so people do realise that um, a lot of the islands do close down and take their break from October through until the following season kicks in again, which is usually, what, around April? Yes, well, yes, about April when the season starts again. And yes. um, as you said, once they close down, most of them, I think, come back to Melbourne. So <laughs> I never forget we were, we were on Samos and we uh, had a taxi ride this day and this guy says, oh, you probably know my cousin in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> I had to laugh. They all think you'd go somewhere that we must be such a small country, not such a big country. But also, Walter, just so we quickly mention before you go and leave us today that there, of course, let the people know there's wonderful early bird deals that, that can be used in conjunction with lots of the insight vacation itineraries and just check with, with their consultant and um, get the best deal they can. Yes, there is. And, and this is the time of the early birds and there is some fantastic deals with insight vacations. And um, I, I do encourage that they do go and speak to um, consultants and um, mm. obviously get some fantastic deals. They certainly will. And thanks for coming on board today, Walter. I've appreciated your time and hopefully we've whetted people's appetites to include at least Italy or Greece or both in their next um, venture abroad. Oh, pleasure. Thank you for having me, and uh, it's been lovely talking to you. Thanks, Walter. We will be talking travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news. Thank you, Sally Lucas. And thank you, Jane. On 2NURFM 103.7.